Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. This morning we take our text from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3 from verses 5 to 6. You know, we started looking at this scripture on Thursday. And we're greatly blessed by much of what we're able to receive of his revelation. So this morning, we want to continue in the same meditation. I read, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It says, In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Glory be to God in the highest. I want to start from the last line of the second verse. Verse 6. He shall direct your path. He shall direct your path. Now, what does it mean to direct one's path? That means that he doesn't want you to walk the wrong path. Aha. Uh-huh. And why would God want to be involved in the path that we take? He wants to ensure that our lives are blessed. Our lives make meaning. Our legacies are certain. Our legacies are good. In other words, he wouldn't want us to have come and live through life with nothing to show for it. After all, he made us in his image after his likeness. God is not into redundancy. He's a focused God. He's a well-targeted God. I mean a God with a vision. When God tells you, this is what I'm doing, it's because he's concluded the matter, first of all. And so with man too, he would rather that we have a glorious ending. So our paths are very, very important. Here, Apostle Paul, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 16, just talking about paths, for example, he says, Holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. The day of Christ, that is the day I will be standing before my maker or the day my time here would have concluded and I will have to pack up and leave. So I don't want to look back to now realize that all I did and I thought I was doing very well was all in vain. No, may you never run in vain. I will never run in vain in the name of Jesus. We will never run in vain in the name of Jesus. But what this is saying is this. It's possible to live a life of vanity. And that's why God is interested in the parts of life that we've pursued, that we take. Glory be to God in the highest. And again, you'll agree with me that when it comes to the parts of life that you take, that means that you always have options. So in fact, what I'm saying is this, what the Bible is saying here is that, you see, 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 you make decisions with your life. So what he's saying is this, acknowledge him in all your ways and he will help you or he will be involved in your decision making. Because with every part you take, you've made a decision to take the path. For example, look at this same scripture in the Passion's translation. I read, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. Did you get that? To guide you, all right? And he will lead you in every decision you make. So what we're saying is that life is about decisions. Life is about choices we make. As a matter of fact, life just doesn't happen. And much more than any other variable, it depends on our choices. Somebody says, simply put, our lives are our choices. Glory be to God in the highest. You see, we make choices in life and they end up making us. Uh So what does that tell you? 
choices have consequences. So when people talk so much of the legacy they want to leave, we understand that legacies are exactly the things you're doing now that will accumulate when you are gone. Huh? So what then do you think informs a man's legacy? Of course, his choices. Yeah. That's why people will say that choices are the hinges of life. So the truth is this, God created us in such a way that we are able to make choices. I believe strongly that when God says have dominion, he was saying, look, you have the capacity to make choices. Not just for yourself, but for every other thing created. And honestly, it has been so. In the book of Romans chapter 8, the Bible says that until now, the whole of creation is waiting for the what manifestation of the sons of God. The day you make a choice to follow God, everything about you follows suit. The day humanity totally surrenders to God, the whole of creation will follow suit. You see, I watched a video of the testimonies of some Pacific Island nations 15 years there about ago where the gospel was taken there they have been Christians but there was a revival that swept through the land and in this video it was so amazing what began to happen everything began to change as people turned to the Lord they showed their prisons opened free nobody criminals were no more there people's hearts were touched people were converted hardened criminals accepted Christ it was amazing. Even their ground yielded unusually. Amazing. You needed to see the product of the ground. I mean, very, very dirty streams and waterways suddenly became so clean and sparkling because everybody became law-abiding. So you can imagine why God is so interested in the choices we make. It's solely for us to have a very good life. So we are created to make choices. And our choices affects us and the whole of creation. So what I'm saying in effect is that you can start to have a better life than you used to have. In the name of Jesus. I've been beginning from today. Something can begin to get rearranged for you with the knowledge of his word. Glory be to God in the highest. To further explain this, remember in the Garden of Eden, the fall, as it were, was the result of a choice that we made as human beings. Remember God had planted the garden, provided all that man would ever need. What a good God is. And put the man in the garden. When I say the man, the man and the woman. With an instruction that, look, of the fruits of all of these trees you can eat. But you see, of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, do not eat. Because the day that you eat, you will surely die. So what does that tell you? God that created man in his image, after his likeness, that created man to have dominion, really gave him choice. There can never be dominion with the capacity to make choices. So man chose and man fell. So the fall was as a result of the choice that man made. And that plunged the whole of humanity into problems. You know the rest of the story. But thank God for Jesus. Again, he made a choice to come. And we made choices to accept his love 
And that's why we can stand today and testify and be witnesses of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So man is created to make choices. Now, then it's easy for me to put it to you that, look, every choice a man makes then is influenced. Again, back to the garden, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 3, verses 4 through 6, I read, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. I hope you remember God said the day you eat, you will surely die. So the serpent had God well, but apparently the woman didn't. So he said, You will not surely die. Now verse 5. For God knows that in the day that the serpent still speaking to the woman. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eye, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Now you can see that man doesn't just make decisions. He's influenced. Every decision you make on earth must have been influenced and will definitely influence a lot of things about your life and other people following you. So our decisions are influenced. And simply put right here, they are either influenced by God or by the devil. They are either influenced for good or for bad. Unfortunately, here it was influenced for bad. It brought about the fall of man. You see, but God cannot be blamed. He adequately warned man. He created man different from every creature. And it is the very thing that made you different that can put you into trouble if you know not listen to the instructions of the Creator. And that's why the Bible will say in all your ways that you will direct your path. So I'm still talking of decisions. Can you see how decisions are very important in life? Now, I'm reminded of God dealing with the children of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I read, I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I have set before you life, that's right, life and death. So there must be choices. Blessing and cursing choices. Therefore, choose life that both you and the descendants may live. Now hear me again. Every decision you make on earth must be through an influence. And the consequences are such that it will influence your own very life and the life of your descendants. Can you see that here? Now, why am I bringing this scripture in? God could have just come to say, look, hey, take life. But that would be making man a robot. So God gave life, but he gave you an option. To say just take life and of course making you a robot and obliterating the devil and the devil will say God you are not just I thought you created them in your image after your likeness I thought you created them that they will follow you remember the dialogue he had with God over Job when God was saying have you seen my servant Job and guess what the devil said he said hey you blessed him with everything you protect him. You guide him all around. Say, so why won't he love you? Why would he not obey you? Why will he not follow you? He said, now, you remove your hedge around him and let me go at him for once. And let's see whether God said, really? Fine. I'm going to let you have access to him. But I will not allow you to kill him. Oh, hallelujah. 
and the devil went after Job. But you see, Job never sinned against God. Glory be to God in the highest. Job was a man of strong resolve. He kept at it. He suffered so many things, but his choices all through was such that he lived up to God's testimony of him. And about the end of Job was better off than his beginning thereof. You see, God wants to be involved in the path you take. And the paths of your life are nothing than the choices or decisions you make. Glory be to God in the highest. And so regardless of the times and the seasons, uh, even COVID-19's era, you can still make good choices and you will come out better than you came into this era in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, I see you finishing well in Jesus' name, regardless of the lies of the devil. Can't you see that the devil's missions are clear? Always trying to kill, to steal, to destroy. He always comes to stop what God is doing. Beautiful things he's doing in your life. But you see, he doesn't have all the powers. He knows too. Except as we choose him. Except as we allow him. And how do we allow him? By choosing his methods, which I know you will not do. And I will not do in the name of Jesus. So, why do we get to make wrong decisions? Many reasons. But let me just mention just about two or three. Number one, pressure. What do you think the devil was trying to achieve? Put pressure on Job so he would deny God. Put so much pressure on him so that he would depart from the path that has brought him to that place of success, blamelessness before God, and righteousness. So he mounted pressure. How did he do it? Destroy his livestock. Afflicted his home. Deaths and sicknesses. And then afflicted him in every other way. The only thing he did succeed at doing was taking his life. Because God did not allow him. But he did not deny God. Pressure. So usually when man has his back to the wall, sometimes he forgets that it was God that has brought him so far to where he is. So in times of troubles, life challenges, there's this propensity to do things contrary to the will of God. A second one is the pride of life. You see what do you mean by that? I'll read quickly for you from Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'll read from verse 11. Just listen carefully. Now this has got to do with God and the children of Israel. Remember the word stacks lives right from the beginning. They were non-existent and God promised Abraham a child and of course nations. So you can see that they probably didn't know where they came from. And then God told Abraham beforehand that your descendants will be slaves in a foreign land. And thereafter I will set them free. Oh my goodness. But they had no clue who they were and where they were coming from as it were. Now they had come out off there and see the way God brought them out. Oh my goodness. Miracles upon miracles. And then wonders and signs all through in the wilderness. Now they were settled in the promised land. Now hear what God said to them. He said, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments and his statutes which I command you today. It says, lest when you have eaten and have full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply, your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all you have is multiplied, when your heart is lifted up 
and to forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through the great terrible wilderness in which there were fairy serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna which your fathers did not know that he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end, to do you good in the end. 17. Then you now say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. So you see, sometimes it's the pride of life. <laughs> then now says 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to make wealth. Praise the Lord. So there are many reasons why God is interested in part of your decision makings. Because there are variables that try to distract man. Remember, the only mission of the devil is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And how does he do that? By deceit. But you see, God did not create a robot. Hear me well. He would rather seek your collaboration so that the decision will always be yours. You are the one in charge here. You are the one with dominion here. Regardless of the terrain, you are the king with the word. And where the word of the king is, there is power. So speak. That reminds me, it was Jim Rohn that says that, look, it doesn't matter which side of the fence you get off on sometimes. What matters most is getting off. You cannot make progress without decisions. You cannot. You have to make decisions. So how do you make progressive decisions? How do you make prosperous decisions? How do you make the decisions that pleases God? How do you make the decisions that leave a sound legacy behind you when you are gone? How do you make the decisions that ensures a wonderful destiny in life? Let's get back into our scriptures. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, we're looking at solutions. And the truth of this matter is that, look, God will not get us into anywhere we cannot win. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 10 to 10 that no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make a way of escape. So he won't let you be tempted beyond your capacity to take charge. He will always make a way for you to escape. You'll be able to bear it and overcome it. And that's why it's important to trust God. The first thing to do, to be able to make good choices and to walk the path of an overcomer, to be able to walk the path of the shining light continuously, he said, is to trust the Lord with all your heart. You see this same scripture run through the Bible. In Psalm 37 verse 5, the Bible says, Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He will always bring you to the expected end. Trust in him. In Psalm 115 verse 11, say, you will fear the Lord. Trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Don't you think all through life we always need the help of God? No wonder he says, I will send you the Holy Spirit and he will guide you in all your ways. Guide again is in your decision making, in the paths that you take, in your pursuits of life. God has the best intention for you. God loves you beyond 
your wildest dreams. And that's why we must trust him. And you can see all through the Bible, all the saints of old knew the secret. I mean, their confidence was in him. Everybody's song that we sing all the time. said, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. In thee, O Lord, I put my trust. says, you are the Lord that he let me. You can trust him. You are the Lord that he let me. You are the Lord that he let me. Here David in the book of Psalms he says there is no rock like our God. Hallelujah. You talk of trusting God. You talk of putting one's confidence in the Lord. Here David approaching Goliath on the day of battle. He said, you come against me with swords and bows and javelins. He said, I come in the name of the living Lord of hosts. You talk of having trust in the Lord. It will affect your life. How be through the choices you make. It will direct your path. You can start today. It's never too late. I perceive, even if you are quartered to your grave, that is, you are probably as old as you can be and you're about to go, there are decisions you can still make that will change things forever. Remember David on his deathbed. The Bible said he was almost totally oblivious of his surrounding. He was shivering when he wasn't cold, covered with all blankets that that would not do. They look for the most beautiful girls in town who bring them to come and sit just hug him on the bed to give him warmth. He didn't stop anything. <laughs> like someone who said, come on, bring the most beautiful girls around King David. And he didn't even know anybody was there. He said, that must be old. Remember King David, I only saw Bathsheba across the fence and there was trouble. Now, old. But this is where I'm going. At that point, Adonijah was about to seize the kingdom. Bathsheba went and tapped him. It was like he wasn't hearing anybody anymore. Well, he was hearing by the music of heaven. He tapped him and said, Sir, you did promise me that my son will reign after you. He said, Now, Adonijah, the Bible says he propped himself up on one arm and gave instructions. And that changed history. And that's affecting our generation now. And that will be eternal. It does not matter how far gone you may be. There's still one more decision you can make. We live life by our decisions. It says trust in the Lord with all your heart. And what does that tell you? Make a habit of trusting him. Make it your own habit. Just lives by faith, by trusting God, by having His confidence in God. Hallelujah. You know, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge Him. So the second thing, acknowledge Him. How? In all your ways. Again, in all your ways. Again, in all your ways. Anytime you see in all, all, it means make a habit of this. Make it a habit of trusting Him. Make it a habit of acknowledging Him. 
let nothing be too small for which you can acknowledge him and let nothing be too big for which you can acknowledge him don't assume i have it all together so it doesn't matter no acknowledge him the bible says it will direct your path how do i acknowledge him you probably are asking i know <laughs> how do you acknowledge somebody that you know has been good to you by recognizing the fact that they matter and they're around and that's why when we wake up in the morning say thank you lord for waking me up this morning you are part of my night that's what meditation says ah through the mist of god i'm not consumed hallelujah so thank you lord for life hallelujah and his message are new every morning hallelujah praise the lord so acknowledge him how by giving thanks coming to his presence with thanksgiving psalmist again that said i will sing of the message of the lord forever that i will keep him constantly acknowledged we have an adage among my people he said when a little child thanks you for what you did for him yesterday you're thinking of a bigger thing to do same with god thanksgiving will always bring favor how can i acknowledge him please don't assume that because you were successful three times in the past six times in the past so you're going to do it yourself no always go back to him because you know he was part of your success last year part of your success this year and is the reason you are still standing today so father i give you praise i just commit this to you even if it doesn't make too much meaning to me i know you see beyond the physical i oh hallelujah i feel the fire now i know somebody is hearing me and somebody is saying now i got it and I'm agreeing with you right now in the name of Jesus even as you begin to acknowledge God over your life over that issue in your life I say you will find solution in Jesus name light will shine for you even in the darkest time of your lives in the name of Jesus no matter how dark the situation is you are coming back with a testimony in the name of Jesus the bible says in him was light and the light was the life of man and this light shines in the darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it so make it a habit of trusting him make it a habit of acknowledging him your decisions will follow the trajectory of God's presence you live a sure legacy in the name of Jesus now i want to rebuke every spirit of infirmity regardless of the cause of it is it stress is it strain is it occultism or witchcraft attack it doesn't matter i rebuke you in the name of jesus your spirit of infirmity and i release this man and this woman from this holding in the name of jesus the bible says by his stripes we are healed so be healed in the name of jesus and may the peace of god rest on your home may he bubbles over your life continuously and may the joy of the lord satisfy you early it is well with you in jesus name amen trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him he will direct your paths god bless you we know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message for additional information and materials from pastor taiwo odukoya please contact us at the founding of life church 12 industrial estate road by pz industries of town planning way in lupeju lagos PO Box 698 Shemolu Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.